on the field and inside the clubhouse. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brew October, presented by Annex Wealth Management and sponsored by Boucher Automotive, Town Bank, a Windrest Community Bank, and Delta Dental, Wisconsin's number one dental plan. Here he comes again, swinging and a fly ball to center. Back is Lorenzo Kane, warning track. He's got it! And this one is over. The Brewers take game one. Hayter finishes things up. Final score. Brewers 5, New York Mets 1. Now broadcasting live from American Family Field, here's Matt Pauley. That magic number finally moved in a downward direction once again. They needed this one. Brewers get the 5-1 victory over the Mets. Magic number down to 2. Cardinals, admittedly, did win another couple games against the Cubs today. Cardinals can't be stopped, but the Brewers get the win, and you they are now within a day. If, if somehow, some way, the Cubs can beat the Cardinals tomorrow, we could be talking about the Brewers clinching the division tomorrow. Uh, at any point in time now, the Brewers can be within one day of clinching the division, and if they can sweep the Mets... They don't need any help from the Cubs. They can just take care of everything on their own and have a nice Sunday celebration. Welcome in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. We come your way live from American Family Field where uh, Eric Lauer really pitched a nice game. He struggled a bit in the first inning, locked in after that, finished with uh, nine strikeouts and six and two-thirds innings, just one run on three hits. Brewers showing some power. Colton Wong, a leadoff home run. Willie Adamas, Chris. Christian Yelich going back-to-back, a really nice game from Christian Yelich as he hits a home run. He also has a triple, so he gets the uh, the, the tough half of a, uh, of a possible cycle, and uh, the Brewers get a win. The bullpen performs well. This is going to be a tough day bullpen-wise. Uh, they just didn't have a whole lot down there today, and... They get six and two-thirds, so they get into the seven innings from Lauer, and then Suter and Hayter are able to finish it off, and the Brewers get the win. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting into the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620, the Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Craig Kishon from Valley Sports Wisconsin. He'll join us coming up in uh, just a few moments when he wraps up his television responsibilities. We'll hear the post-game comments of manager Craig Council. We'll go back through the game with the highlights. A lot to get to between now and a little after 11.30 when we wrap things up. Brewers get the win over the Mets. Final score, 5-1. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Yelich, drive, left center, Nimmo, the Brewers have gone back-to-back. Christian Yelich's first home run in over a month. That was really good to see. That was really good to see, and I'll stand by what I've been saying. For the Brewers to accomplish what they really want to accomplish in the postseason, Christian Yelich is going to have to be a big part of it. And seeing him have one of those nights tonight after he'd been slumping once again, you know, he had a he had a tough first half of the season. Came around for a good you know three weeks to a month or so, and then recently had once again been slumping. And like he doesn't have to hit for a ton of power. Uh, it, it'd been a while since he had hit a home run. It's nice to see him get a few out, 
but he's got to be the guy that he had been somewhat recently before this recent slump, and you hope that uh, today's performance for Yelich is, is something that gets him going again because I continue to believe that uh, for the Brewers to – uh, really make the noise that they want to make in the postseason. It's really important uh, that they are getting a production from Christian Yelich, and it was good to see uh, the home run and the triple tonight. If you want to join us, you can do so by calling or texting the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and text line, 855-616-1620. That's 855-616-1620. You can also uh, tweet into the program at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Nancy and Tosa said, uh, did it seem like the Brewers had a lot of fly ball outs in this game? I didn't think so. Uh, the numbers, I, I assume you're talking about hitting, not so much pitching. Um, their starter, the Mets starter, Tyler McGill, four ground outs, four fly outs against them. Uh, Brad Hand had a couple fly outs without a ground out, and, and that was it. If you were talking as far as Brewers pitching goes, uh, the number wasn't wasn't anything crazy. Eric Lauer gave up five uh, flyouts. Uh, Josh Hader, or excuse me, uh, Eric uh, Eric Lauer gave up four uh, fly. Yeah, I was right the first time. Five uh, flyouts. So no, I don't think so. There was nothing there that really jumped out to me. To be uh, perfectly uh, honest with you, uh, Jerry and Baby says uh, admire Lauer for the 112 tosses. Uh, thinking with the uh, failing bullpen, starters should go max with lead. All right, so. Uh, he was pushed further tonight. Lauer ends up at 114 pitches. He was pushed further today because of the bullpen situation. Devin Williams is down. Uh, they, they, they've they used a bunch of guys. I think they're probably going to try to stay away from Brad Boxberger for a while. They may try to stay away from Jake Cousins for a while. These are guys that might be getting pushed a little bit here. And, and what you want to do in the final week plus of the season is make sure those guys are at their best going in. I think In a perfect world, maybe we only see Brad Boxberger one or two times before the regular season is over. In a perfect world, I think the same thing with Jake Cousins. Give their arms every opportunity in the world to be able to bounce back. And, and if you can do that, I think that goes, uh, that goes a long way. So, um, Lauer, if you heard the post-game interview that Lauer did with Jeff Levering on the, uh, on the network, uh, he kind of joked around about, hey, wh- why are they leaving me in this game with the pitch count elevating? Like, pitchers aren't so used to that, uh, but it was because of the bullpen situation, and they really needed a deep start. And Give Lauer so much credit, so much credit for what he did, especially after he threw a ton of pitches in the first inning. I mean, after the one inning, you're sitting there going, okay, this guy isn't going to be able to, if he gives you five, consider that good. And for him to do what he did, and the strikeouts. You know, his strikeouts, because you have to throw so many pitches, you, you can't have a, a one or two pitch at bat with strikeouts. If you've got a bunch of strikeouts, generally that means you've got a pretty high pitch count. So he had the huge pitch count in the first inning, and he's striking guys out, yet he still was able to make it into the seventh inning. Uh, that is something that uh, is impressive. Doug texting in says, uh, Eric Lauer is making a pitch to get a start in the first playoff series. This guy is tough. Earned run average is really getting impressive. Why not throw a lefty out there and mix it up a little? So speaking of that ERA, Lauer is down to 2.93 if he had enough innings to qualify. You have to throw as a starting pitcher to qualify or just pitcher overall. But as, as a pitcher, you have to have a minimum amount of innings to qualify to be on the leaderboard, the official Major League Baseball leaderboard. Like The idea being... If you've got a guy who pitches two innings and he doesn't give up a run, that zero ERA doesn't put him on the leaderboard. That's the idea behind this. So 
Eric Lauer does not have enough Major League innings this year to be on the Major League leaderboard. But if he did, his 2.93 ERA would be eighth in Major League Baseball. Eighth. Same thing for Freddie Peralta. Peralta does not have enough innings to be on the Major League Baseball uh, ERA leaderboard. If he did, he would also be in the top ten. And if that was the case, the Brewers would have four pitchers in Lauer, Woodruff, Peralta, uh, and Burns, in, in whatever order, all in the top ten in ERA if they had enough. So um, I agree with Doug. I, I actually... I think the Brewers go with a four-man rotation in the divisional series. Maybe I'm going to be wrong on this, but just the way that they've used rest throughout the year, and now I think what reinforces this is these these issues you're seeing with pitching right now here at the end of the season. You And I know it's relief pitching, not starters, but you go look at Brad Boxberger, you go look at Jake Cousins, it feels like maybe they're wearing down just a little bit. I, I think that reinforces the idea that you continue – to give the the rest that you have been giving all year long. So uh, I think what Doug is saying is three-man rotation and include Lauer in there. I think I would say four-man rotation and include Lauer. I don't know what order you would do, but you would have the top three in Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta. I would put Lauer in there as well. I've said this many times. I think Hauser is a great fit in the bullpen because of what he can do with that sinking fastball, and that can be a really a, really a weapon when you need a ground ball, you need a double play. But yeah, I think Eric Lauer. If, if I'm if I'm the guy making the decision, I'm giving Eric Lauer a start. I'm going I'm going four man rotation in the divisional series, maybe. And I don't know what that would look in the championship series. Again, you get those off days, so you're able to be a little bit liberal in the way you uh, deploy your starting pitching. But yet, yeah, to me, if you're going four starters, and I think you're, you probably are, Eric Lauer is is the fourth guy for me, without a doubt. Eight five five six one six one six twenty eight five five six one six one six twenty. That is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet in as well at Matt Pauley on air. M A T T P A U L E Y on air. We are live in American Family Field. The Brewers they pick up a win tonight over the Mets by a five one score. Back in a moment here on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley on WTMJ. Miguel throws home finally, and a swing and a fly ball hit to center. Back on it, Nimmo. Warning track at the wall. Gone! That ball just kept on carrying for Willie Adamas. A two-run shot gives the Brewers a 3-1 lead here in the third. They go on to win 5-1. Welcome back into Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. I'm Matt Pauley. Craig Kashan from Valley Sports Wisconsin here as well. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620, 855-616-1620. It is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet into the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Craig, you just walked in. We were commenting off the air before we came back. It's nice to just be able to talk about a win and nice to be able to talk about the magic number not being three. It goes down to two. Yeah, it goes down to two. This team had a five-game losing streak, and, you know, I, I think this time of year the bottom line is when you, when you go through a streak like this, when we're not used to seeing this team lose um, the way they have been lately, it, it I know a lot of fans were a little bit concerned and stuff, and, and I think this team was like, you know what, we're not used to this either, but... The last, the last people who are going to panic are, are these players and the coaches and stuff. So um, it, it was good just to get the Cardinals out of town, to mm-hmm. be quite honest with you. I mean, things obviously didn't work out when you get swept in a four-game series. It didn't matter what the Brewers did. It just it wasn't right and it wasn't enough. 
and you you come in town here, and then all of a sudden Lauer's out with the thirty nine pitch first inning, and you're thinking again. Yeah, is is it? But gosh darn it, he only gave up a run. You know, is as much angst as there was out there, and you know that he labored a lot. You only gave up a run. And so, boom, next thing you know, Colton Wong ties it up, and they never look back. And he pitches into the seventh. Yeah. Pitch, Who when they, would have thought? Yeah. When, and I don't know if there has been a more important start this year from Eric Lauer, considering the state of the bullpen. Oh, no question. No question about it. I mean, the, the bullpen needed this, um, like I can't remember one other time this season, to yeah. be honest with you. I mean, this was a really, really, really important victory. This, to me... You know, as I look at this, the Brewers have now taken matters into their own hands. They're not going to, you know, they had opportunities to beat the Cardinals and reduce the number each time by two because they would obviously have defeated the Cardinals in the process. But now it's like they're out of town. It doesn't matter how long that winning streak is going to go on now. Win these games, they have a, and they have a really good chance of doing it um, by Sunday if they just win their own games here and not worry about the Cardinals. I, I think it would be so special to clinch this division in front of these fans. Let's go to Wayne in Port Washington who's given us a call. Hey, Wayne, you're on WTMJ. Hey, hi, Matt. Uh, just a, a quick question. Hasn't uh, Eric Lauer pitched very well against the Dodgers, especially in this time with the Padres? And don't you think that uh, Craig Council would want to line him up when we play the Dodgers in a, in a few days? Uh, I appreciate the phone call. Right, well, actually, are you still there? If, if you're still there, did we do we still have Wayne? Well, okay, Wayne, are you yeah, are you I'm asking sure, yeah. about the regular season series at the end of the year, or are you asking about a potential postseason series? Well, I guess I, I meant the regular season series at the end of the year, but a postseason matchup too, because I don't have numbers, but I'm quite sure that when he was with the Padres, he did very well against the Dodgers, which would be a nice thing to have. Yeah, appreciate the phone call, and thank you for the clarification. I think it's important to note, I believe the Brewers will have the division wrapped up by the time they are playing the Dodgers. So I don't think there's going to be any finagle. If it, if, it, if it works out that Lauer's locked in for a start against the Dodgers, yeah, they'll, they'll start them. But they're not gonna, if they've already got the division locked in, they're not going to do anything special to try to get that matchup because those games you don't mean think, anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you wouldn't think. But going to the postseason – uh, again, I said this earlier. I think Lauer gets starts in the postseason this year. Uh, I think they're going to go four starters, and I think he's the the fourth guy. And you, you have to take into account what he's done against the Dodgers throughout his career. Well, I think didn't didn't you and I look this up recently? Isn't he unbeaten against the Dodgers between a Padre and a Brewer? I'm pretty sure he is. It's like six or seven and zero, and he's hardly given up anything. So, yeah, he's got really good numbers against the Dodgers because I think. When he pitched against them earlier this year, um, I think that was almost like a surprise start, too. What's he got? Eric Lauer has a record of 6-0 and with an ERA yeah. of 1.89 with a 46 strikeouts and eight appearances against the Dodgers in his career. That's pretty good. <laughs> I'd go with that. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'd go good. with that. You're my fourth starter, Eric. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> 855-616-1620. That's the Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can tweet in as well, at Matt Pauley on air. We'll break for the news and be back after that. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. It's Brewers Extra Innings with Matt Pauley. Struck him out. A season-high nine strikeouts. Eric Lauer with a whale of a performance. 
And he's got Jeff McNeil waiting for him. Brewers get the win. That's good to say. We haven't said that in a while. Brewers get the win 5-1 over the Mets. Welcome back in to Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. My name is Matt Pauley. Craig Sean from Valley Sports Wisconsin here as well. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. I got a text message uh, from the 414. said, uh, I don't mind seeing the cards winning now. The law of averages will catch up. Do you see the Brewers resting some of the guys who are banged up next week when we win the division this weekend? Absolutely, I do. Yeah. Uh, you know, especially, I said this earlier before you got here, I think in a perfect world, Brad Boxberger and Jake Cousins maybe pitch maybe once, maybe twice between now and the end of the regular season. And, you know, the other thing is, to be quite honest with you, if they get this thing wrapped up, um, you don't need Devin Williams then. I right. mean, I think, I think right now uh, they're pushing him to get to a point where if they really need to get this thing wrapped up, um, just for the club's sake, that they might put him out on the mound. I could be mistaken. But if they wrap this thing up, you know, if the Cards lose tomorrow afternoon and the Brewers win tomorrow night, then then everyone who's banged up will, will get a, a very good amount of time off, to be sure. I mean, they'll be under a close watch. I hate to even say what I'm about to say because there's been so much tempting of fate over the last week or so. But you want the team to clinch at home, and to clinch on a win. And I guess that they could potentially do that on Sunday uh, if they you know, if they win tomorrow. But tomorrow would be just perfect if somehow, some way, the Cubs could beat the Cardinals in the afternoon and the Brewers could win tomorrow night and you have the celebration tomorrow night and, and it's a clear thing. And, you know, Sunday there could be some waiting. That, you know, if you lose tomorrow, there could be some waiting, things like that. Like, it's just, it's so clean that way. And I think that's what would be a nice scenario. Yeah, it w- really would be. Um, but I'm not holding my breath <laughs> on the on the Cubs helping us out at all. I, I, I just think right now the Cardinals are playing such good baseball that when you when you go and play a team that is positively lost at this point, I'm sure there are still players there that are still shaking their heads saying, how did we lose all of our stars uh, at the trade deadline out of nowhere? Yeah. And, and yes, now it might be my turn to step up and stuff, but, you know, Zach Davies had um, no punch on the mound in game two tonight. I mean, that was a route from the, from the get-go. Um, so... I, you know, I, I agree. It would be nice and smooth and do that. But, you know, I, I will add this note. If they win it on Sunday, uh, they do have they do basically have Monday off. It's a travel day. So they can they can do their thing and sip their champagne and, you know, wait a little bit on Sunday afternoon. If they if they have to, it will certainly not be anything late. And um, and then they can do it. You know, either way, they can do it here. That's that's my goal for Brewer fans. Yeah. And I guarantee you, that's the goal for the players. They would absolutely be thrilled to win this year. We don't see clinches at home very no. often. We just don't in any sport. So it'd be very cool to do it. Well, you think about the the Craig Council era of Brewers baseball and all the success they've had, all the postseason trips they've had. The whether it's clinchers. Postseason clinchers, 
division clinchers or postseason series clinchers. That really hasn't happened. And this year they finally get the postseason clincher at home, but they made the decision that that's not what they're playing for, right. that they weren't going to celebrate that. In another year, you know, if that would have been a couple years ago, then they're celebrating the postseason clincher. But this year they're not celebrating that. So, yeah, you're just waiting for the fans here to be able to experience that moment when a final out is recorded and they dogpile the mound and the celebration begins. Yeah, and I, and I almost look at this Mets team. You know, I don't mean any disrespect or anything, but I almost look at this Mets team in a similar state as the Cubs here right now. What I don't know. I, what have they lost? Uh, eight of nine, nine of ten, something like that overall. And the Brewers have defeated this team, I think, 12 of the last 13 games uh, that they played here in Milwaukee. I mean... Wrap it up. Let, yeah. Let's get it done and, and not even worry about what's happening anywhere else. If, if you get the win tomorrow to help you out down in Chicago, great. I don't root for people to lose their jobs, but they've got a manager who's a dead man walking. He, he's not going to be retained. They've got a general manager who just got a, a DUI recently, and he has been reassigned or you know taken off of his job. And Sandy Alderson, who doesn't want to be the day-to-day general manager, he's in that role right now. Like This Mets team under their owner, Steve Cohen. This is his first year as the owner. He's got some major culture stuff to, to change, and I think they're going to completely flush out the leadership positions within this organization this offseason. Yeah, they probably are. And, you know, David Stern's name continues yeah. to come up. I, I don't see that ever happening. And, you know, Mark was asked about it today, too, and he, and he said uh, basically – um, I know he's good, and he's my guy. He's under contract. That's all he's going to say. So I, I, I can't imagine um, that helping out the New York Mets in any any phase. The postgame comments of manager Craig Council next here on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. McGill throws home finally, and a swing and a fly ball hit to center. Back on it, Nimmo. Warning track at the wall. Gone! That ball just kept on carrying for Willie Adamas. A two-run shot gives the Brewers a 3-1 lead here in the third. Brewers get a 5-1, much, much, much needed win over the Mets. I I can be a prisoner of the moment like anybody out there. It's, uh, it's part of being a human being. It's tough to remember, for me, a game they needed to win more than this one. They get it today, 5-1. Welcome back in. It's Brewers Extra Innings here on WTMJ. Manager Craig Council met with the media just a little while ago, opened up talking about the pitching performance of Eric Lauer. He threw the ball well all night. You know, the the air got us in trouble. Uh, probably added. I'm not sure how many pitches it added. It felt like it had 20 pitches, maybe. Um, yeah, seven, yeah, 17. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's probably another inning, right? Yeah. So, but he was he was outstanding, and and second through seventh, um, as good as you're going to see somebody pitch, um, you know, all year. I thought he was just in command of everything and working at the top of the zone and. Just, Cutter was really good tonight. Um, and he just he continues to be a, a big key for us. And on a night when you know we needed length from our starter, uh, obviously the first inning made it a little precarious. But to to deliver that after the first inning, uh, the length that we 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 really had to have it, um, just a huge effort. Craig, did you see his little index finger there? It looked like he was trying to get one more batter from you. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I, I, he, I'm sure he was, and um, I, we, I thought about it, um, but I, I just, 
I didn't want to get to those other to to Baez and um, uh, Alonzo that inning and, and thought it was the right spot for Suter. Craig, isn't that a, a great example of his development, though, of like not letting that inning linger and, and affect him the rest of the night? Yeah, it really is. And, and just and even even limiting the damage that inning uh, just in that inning, uh, it, it's one of those innings where it's you, you're starting the game and you feel like you're behind the eight ball and they got the bases loaded. And, you know, you, you got McCann up and if you don't make pitches there, then you know, everything's different about that game. Um, so I, I thought he did a great job in the first inning as well. Um, and then you're right to just come out and kind of get right back on the attack, um, kind of have a really clean second inning and and third. And then it was like, all right, his pitch counts, and it's kind of got, got back in order. Um, and, and, you know, I thought he had a I thought five innings was really reasonable after, after the third. And, but he just, he was pitching so well after the sixth and I I just couldn't, there's no reason not to send him back out there. Craig, how about Wong's home run in terms of just getting the game back to even about after that long top of the first? Yeah. Colton had great at bats all night. I thought, I thought it was, he was a real key in the first at bat, of course, um, on on this, at least in in St. Louis, you know, we've given up, runs in the first inning for the five nights and that's you know that that's tough uh we've been so good been really good in the first inning uh, our pitchers have and you know you're you're before you hit you're behind and we've, we've had that for the for the last five nights so um I, I thought it was key to to jump back right back to even there and um puts energy back in the stadium and back in the dugout Craig, it's no secret the damage that Willie did for you guys before he hurt himself and to come back and hit a big two-hour homer. And then also no secret that Yelly's been scuffling in September. Just for them to go back-to-back, that had to be a big boost. Well, it was. I I think those are, you know, two critical players to us. Um, You know, Willie's been swinging it good just like a tick he's missed a bunch just by just by a hair um and, and finally got one tonight um and i thought yelly hit a pretty good pitch and took a really good swing and then later took a great swing on against the lefty um which he's you know what was it was it is a great sign too so big nights from from i thought it was a really big night from christian um swung the bat really well Craig, is he going to need a stitch or two on that lip, or is he all right? Yeah, it. it uh, I don't think he's going to need stitches, but it's a it's a pretty good cut, kind of on the outside and the inside. Craig, what what about just the turn the page factor of tonight's win? You know, just put St. Louis behind you, get going in the right direction, just feeling better about everything. Yeah, I mean, I I never worry about that with our team, and we we've, we've you know that that's part of what we've been good at. I think if you, if you, you know, win is win the number of games we have, I feel like you, you have to be good at that. And we've done a good job of that. And it's, it's because I, a lot of it's because we got really good starting pitching and, and they, they go out and deliver the next day. Um, so we, we relied on that again tonight and, and it delivered. Magic Craig council speaking with the media, much happier after a win, not that he was unhappy, but I mean, this, you could tell the losing was wearing, I think on people because, they were so close, and they are so close to winning the division. Magic number down to two. How did today's game go down? We'll tell you what the highlights. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get out of here! Go! 
time for tonight's highlights. Here's Matt Foley. Much needed 5-1 win for the Brewers. They knock off the Mets in the series opener. Pitching matchup tonight. Eric Lauer on the mound for the crew. Tyler McGill getting the start for the Mets. Kind of an uh-oh, here we go again moment to get things rolling in the top of the first. First hitter of the game for the Mets is Brandon Nimmo. Here comes Lauer and a swing and a drive into the gap in right center. This is trouble and it's going to get off the wall into second base and around second going to third. And he's going to be in there with a leadoff three base hit. Francisco Lindor then has an RBI uh, ground out that scores the runner Nimmo and it makes it a one nothing game. And then Javi Baez strikes out, so two outs in the inning, one run in, no big deal. But then Pete Alonso reaches on a throwing error by Willie Adamas. Michael Conforto walks. Jonathan VR gets a base hit. All of a sudden, uh-oh, bases are loaded. That pitch count nearing 40 for Lauer, and he faces off against James McCann. Struck him out swinging. Another Accident Mortgage rock solid strikeout to get out of it with the bases loaded. In many ways, you can argue that might be the biggest pitch thrown in this game, considering where things would have probably gone had McCann reached. But instead, it's a 1 0 game, not for long. Colton Wong leading things off in the bottom of the first. Swinging a drive into right center and deep, way back. for Colton Wong and they have tied the game Colton Wong with a leadoff home run that is his 14th of the year and we're back to even alright starting all over Wong has 9 career leadoff home runs 7 have come this year with the Brewers not bad it would stay 1-1 until the bottom of the third inning when Wong walks to uh, get the inning going. Next hitter, Willie Adamas. McGill throws home finally, and a swing and a fly ball hit the center. Back on it, Nimmo. Warning track at the wall. Gone! That ball just kept on carrying for Willie Adamas. A two-run shot gives the Brewers a 3-1 lead here in the third. And they weren't done in the inning. Next hitter, Christian Yelich. Yelich, drive, left center, Nimmo. The Brewers have gone back to back. Christian Yelich's first home run in over a month. Tyler McGill would be done after four innings in the bottom of the fifth. Brad Hand comes on to pitch for the Mets, and Christian Yelich does this. Hand deals, Yelich drives it to the corner and left. Get out, ball! Base hit! Yes! It's fair into the corner! Bouncing away from McNeil. Yelich digging for third. The throw! He's in there with a three-bagger! A triple to left field. It's one of the rarest things you see in baseball. Yelich does it right there. All of a sudden, he's halfway to the cycle, having done the hard part with the home run and the triple. He scores on an Avisayo Garcia sacrifice fly, and that makes it a 5-1 game. All the while, Eric Lauer, he was throwing 10, 11, 12, 13 pitches an inning after that uh, first inning where he almost got to 40. He was just rolling along. He was striking guys out. Brewers lead by a 5-1 score going to the top of the seventh inning. First batter of the inning is Jonathan VR. 1-2. Swing and a miss. He struck him out. High cutter. And for Lauer, strikeout number eight. 
He is feeling it tonight. And again, after the first inning where he threw 39 pitches, Lauer has been in command ever since. Yes, indeed. Next hitter, James McCann. Struck him out. A season-high nine strikeouts. Eric Lauer with a whale of a performance. And he's got Jeff McNeil waiting for him. McNeil would end up getting a base hit, and that would end his day at 114 pitches. Brent Suter comes in, gets uh, Jose Peraza to fly out, and it remains 5-1 going into uh, the eighth inning. Suter would put up a zero in the eighth as well. So to the ninth we go, and Josh Hader on to pitch for the Brewers. First battery faces Michael Conforto. He flies out. Second battery faces is Jonathan Villar. And the pitch. Hey, struck him out swinging. Off speed, down and away, and Villar went after it. Another action at Morgan's rock solid strikeout. So two outs in the ninth. Brewers leading up 5-1, and up comes James McCann. Here he comes again, swinging and a fly ball to center. Back is Lorenzo Cain, warning track. He's got it, and this one is over. The Brewers take game one. Hayter finishes things up. Final score, Brewers 5, New York Mets 1. With the win, the Brewers go to 92 and 62, so they get back to 30 games above 500. The Mets they drop to 73 and 80. Winning totals for the Brewers: five runs, six hits, one error. They leave five for the Mets. One run, four hits, no errors. They leave six. Winning pitcher Eric Lauer, he's seven and five. The loss to uh, Tyler McGill, he drops to three and six. Home runs: Colton Wong, his 14th. Willie Adamas, his 23rd. Christian Yelich, his ninth. The game lasting two hours and 56 minutes, played in front of a crowd of 27,452 folks here at American Family Field. Brewers get the win, 5-1 over the Mets. When we come back, we'll give you scores from around uh, baseball, impacting playoff races, and we'll preview Game 2 of this three-game set. That's next. This is Brewers Extra Innings. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. 5-1. Brewers get the win over the Mets going through the other games from the National League that impact playoff races. Cardinals and Cubs are playing a doubleheader in Chicago. Game one, stop me if you've heard this one before, goes to the Cardinals 8-5. Game two, stop me if you've heard this one before, Cardinals get the win over the Cubs 12-4. Padres and Braves playing this impacting, uh, really just the National League East at this point. The, the Cardinals are going to win the second wild card. Uh, but they played a uh, suspended game, a resumption of a suspended game. Padres end up winning that one 6-5, and then they are in action right now. Braves have a 4 nothing lead on the Padres in the regularly scheduled game. That game's in top of the six it's scheduled to go seven dodgers lead the diamondbacks right now four two that game is going to the bottom of the ninth inning and the phillies beat the pirates by an eight six score so here's how things look right now in the national league races you've got uh the brewers with a seven game lead on the cardinals uh you also have 
the Braves leading the Phillies by one. That could go to one and a half if they uh, finish off that win. The Giants have a one and a half game lead right now on the Dodgers. I really don't think the wild card race is a race anymore as uh, the Cardinals hold the second wild card. They're five games clear of the Cincinnati Reds. So uh, it's like election night. We're calling it. We're calling the second wild card for the Cardinals with 97% of the precincts reporting. We are calling it for the Cardinals. What's that guy's name on NBC who everybody loves because he gets in front of the map? I don't know. All right, uh, Brewers and Mets, game two of this three-game series coming up tomorrow. Corbin Burns goes for the crew. Rich Hill will go for the Mets. 6-10 first pitch, 5-35 for our pregame coverage. Myself and Craig Kishon, we will talk to you immediately following the game for another edition of Brewers Extra Innings. Once again, Brewers get the win over the Mets today by a 5-1 score. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow here on WTMJ.